Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, you know what night it is, right? It's Tuesday night, and here on Tuesday Night Hangout Live, we have, of course, Toledo Jazz, Dano, and one of our favorite vixens, Angela, tonight, and I, with our special guest tonight, Scuba Sonia. Oh, you should hear these clowns behind me, man. Good thing they're muted. But don't go away because I'll be right back with the crew and our special guest for another great episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live. Hey, YouTubers and friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess. Dano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. Uh, oh, there it is. No, I'm... Now you're yeah. unmuted. Be quiet, Jesse. We're unmuted. <laughs> <laughs> See what I put up with? No, no. Would rather no better guys and gal to go through what I go through. <laughs> Have a good time, dude. Are we live already? We're live, Jesse. We should We're live. live. We're live, you know? We're live. Nice. Your, mic's, uh, your mic's hot. We're live. Hey, did, didn't you say something earlier <laughs> about happy birthday to Mr. Lowe? But not to them. I didn't know. Yeah, well, first off, you're right, Dano. It's Mr. Lodak's birthday today. Oh, it is. Happy birthday, Mr. Lodak. Happy birthday, Mr. Lodak. Happy birthday. Greatest. The world's greatest It is moderator. his birthday today. He has become another year old as dirt. <laughs> mm -hmm. No doubt, huh, Dan? Uh... I'm trying to get my health back. <laughs> Uh, we also had a nice raid from our dudes over at Jersey <laughs> History Hunters. Yep. Yep. Audra up, and Rach, they're totally awesome. They rocks. They rock, for sure. Uh, dude, can we get a, a, a version of Happy Birthday for Mr. Lodak? <clears throat> Not for me. Last time we did Angela? that, I Everybody left. Wasn't it like happy birthday to you? Happy birthday to you. Sounded you, like man. a punk version. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a chaotic mess of happy birthday. No, no, no. We with Beatles, we might get a copyright infringement on that. Shh. <laughs> we sound i doubt it let me <laughs> well i i see an excellent group of people in our chat room tonight mm -hmm. and one new subscriber also uh, yeah, i saw that i see susan hamilton hi susan and jeff smith gold feel the Maybe same way about you too mama's done favorite ed the other ed hd yes. shovel ed what's up buddy I, I want to make a big, huge shout out to everybody, everybody that participated last night for Judy and Ed. 
Yes. Bars, GoPro Unlimited, Jeff Otworth, Ron F., Mr. Lodak, Eminem Prospecting, Jason Keith Prospecting, Down East Metal Detecting and Prospecting, Randy Scotty Tony. Oh, shoot. What's Eric's last name? Eric something or other. I'm really sorry, dude. I'm partially blonde. Well, summertime, I'm totally blonde. Um, Placer Chaser popped his head out from wherever he's been hiding. Right. Thank you, Placer Chaser. Uh, Nikki, our good friend from New South Wales, my Vegemite lady. And she just showed up. Yeah, yeah. She just showed up. And last but not least, Oh, it was Eric Brandt. Um, David Villa. I said Barb already. And for the donations on the giveaways or on the drawings, rather the raffle, whatever you want to call it, uh, Toledo Jess and I, but especially Robinson Prospecting for the surprise little donation. Uh, and last but not least, out of the people that bought spots, um, our very own Ruby Mendez, the woman behind Jesse Mendez, Toledo Jazz. I got up on that. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it's not sharp, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, there's... One of the prizes. There's another one right there. GoPro Unlimited. Oh, yeah. And... Richard Davis. Richard Davis won the Nugs. Pickers. Okay. Do you see something extra in there, buddy? Uh, and, and Ron F. won the Gold Claw. The new production gold clock. Oh, and speaking of that, Dano, I have yours and Patrick's. And the one I'm shipping out to Mr. Lodak. For his birthday! For his birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! To you, Mr. Lodak, the world's greatest moderator. What's this? Oh, thank you everyone for the birthday wishes in a $10 super chat. Oh, yeah, super chat. Thank you, Mr. Lodak. What a man. <laughs> you know, in, in all seriousness, that guy's like totally awesome. Yep. Totally awesome. And we we definitely appreciate him. He does a lot. He does not just for us, but others. Well, here, Sonia, remember what we were talking a little while ago? You, 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 you can hardly keep up with what's happening in the chat room. It's not easy. It's not easy, right? If if it weren't for him, we would not be able to get rid of the the spammers and the trolls because he keeps a tight rein on that stuff. For oh, us. he's quick. He, he smells them yeah. coming. Oh, look at that name typing. Oh, I've seen that guy around before. And he's really on his toes. Nancy, ambient girl, relic hunter, hey, welcome. Uh, ten, thanks. 
1463, hello, uh, all the way from Ireland, it's good to have you, Iffy Signals, uh, hi Terry Marshall, Terry, hello, Dan uh, Anderson, and again, hi Nikki, Madison Main, oh look, Scuba Sonia's in the house, Hi, Scuba Sonia. <laughs> She's our guest tonight. Hi. She'd be really Oh, cool. that's right. <laughs> Thanks for subscribing, hey, CJ. What else we miss? Finding goodies, too. Kay's digging it. Welcome. So. Finding goodies, too. Thank yeah. you. Look, look. Michael Busy Bee Detecting. Hey, Michael, how you doing? I saw you earlier, but so many people saying, hi, Ed, you know, I just said, hi, everybody. I, I cheated. Kay's digging it. <laughs> We're digging it too, Kay. So, Ruby and I decided we'd go hit this new restaurant here in Toledo called... Oh, it's this... The old bag of nails. The old bag Toledo nails. Jess's Ranch. No, just uh, just a little shout out. Oh, okay, okay. They must have served good food. Oh, dude. Oh. Um, it's called the old bag of nails. It's on the river, so it's kind of cool. It's not too bad a price. Uh, but they had lobster rolls. Ooh, I've never had lobster rolls before, but they were awesome. Uh, best. They got awesome. It's, it was just really all the food was good there tonight. The service is good. Um, the manager stopped by. The manager stopped by. Wanted to make sure we had our what we needed and everything was good. And they took care of us. Unlike the other place we went to the other day, where I got lousy service uh, in a restaurant that only had uh, that only had like ten customers in it. And her excuse was somebody called off. What? Yeah, you know, also, she didn't get a tip. Now, tonight's waitress got a good tip. She did really well. <laughs> I, 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 when I go out, I appreciate a waitress that realizes that I'm paying for a meal. I'm paying to, the, the sit there and relax and have a nice meal. And, and not have to keep asking for this or that. Hey, what about this? You forgot that. And, you know, I like it when they got there right there. So I love waitresses for the most part. Oh, I was a waitress for well over 10 years. Awesome. I, oh, yeah. I have a restaurant story, too. You do? I, went, I do. I went out to eat when I was in Indianapolis. I went to an Olive Garden, which ironically is not the same Olive Garden, but I worked at an Olive Garden for like 12 years. Nah. And uh, so I'm eating at the Olive Garden and the service was fine. The food was good. And so the waitress comes back and she was like, would you guys like to have dessert? And we were like, well, we're kind of thinking about it. Can you come back in a couple of minutes? And she's like, oh, sure. So she goes away and we waited literally an hour for her to come back, literally an hour. Whoa. Eventually we, were, we just left the money on the table with what we thought would cover the bill and walked out because we were just like, I'm not waiting any longer to get our stinking bill. I'm not waiting for dessert <laughs> <Right>. either. <laughs> That's what happened the other day. We went for breakfast. 
You know, I get my toast. My toast finally shows up when I'm done. <laughs> I don't need my toast anymore. Right, and and my coffee cup never got refilled. That's terrible. Oh, now that's a sin. That's, that's bad. Bad. <laughs> bad. Right there. Speak, oh, yeah. Speak to her. Yeah, no for her. I'm sorry. And then and then to come up and tell me, one of the girls called up, and I'm looking around. I'm going, you only got ten customers in this whole place. Right. You know? And there's two of you. Give me a break. They're busy. They're busy in the back playing pitching quarters. offer to take money off the bill, and I go, no, I don't want that. I it's want your no fault. Did you go off on the manager? Not this time. No. I thought no. that was your MO. It is, but not this time because <laughs> he didn't make excuses. She did. Ah. Yeah, and he said, hey, well, here's what he said to me. He goes, it is so hard to get anybody to come into work. He says, I can't get my waitresses to come back to work. They're on unemployment. They're making more money now. Uh, they, he can cancel their unemployment if they have well, a... You know what he asked me? He says, what am I supposed to do? I said, well, first of all, you don't hire them back. <laughs> don't call them back and you cancel their unemployment, you you fight it and said they were called back and refused to come. Right. Yeah. I I belong me, Ruby, Dano, we belong to the the brotherhood and sisterhood of essential workers because we're disposable. We we we've been working (laughs) through the whole nine yards. Yeah, you're necessary, not disposable. Yeah, yeah. If that was true, girl, it'd be reflected on my paycheck. Yeah. Well, think about this. If that was true, wouldn't they be getting the extra six hundred dollars a week? Wouldn't they be getting the extra money? I, I I did get a little bonus, but it was just for one month out of all of it. Right. You know, where guys who were expendable. Ones that were on unenjoyment and saying, Oh, I don't feel comfortable they're collecting that extra six hundred a week. It's just like, uh, really? It's human nature. Yeah, nature. I, I'm like, why Why the beeping, effing, blankety, blank, blank? And uh, why did I say, sure, I'll come back? Because uh, the, they did a mass layoff for one week. To right. the majority, except for the Super 7, which are like the... Um, job superintendents, right? Since I'm not a job superintendent, I I had that one week. But it was before that bill got passed, so all I got was my typical 80% of my wage for unemployment. And I'm hearing about all this stuff going up, and when my boss called, I'm like, yeah, sure. If I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. I think I had it in January or February anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, what the heck? And the ones that didn't come back or made too many excuses? 
Good yeah. luck. What are, what are, what is the employer supposed to do? Oh, uh, we we have a celebrity in the house. We have Shane from Clash Guitars. Hey, Did you Shane, see uh, Shane? It was Mulner. Mulner. Oh, look! Hey, did you notice something tonight? Radio was in the house tonight early. Early, yeah. Early. My God, I think we finally got him trained. And and <laughs> Ronald actually, after all these years, he's just figuring out what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up? Long time no see. Finger, Good to you see you, Matt. Kent Blackler, how you doing, my friend? Kent, what's up? Wow, we got a good full house tonight. Martin from Golden Pay Dirt Reviews. M.A. Lyman's. Good to see mm -hmm. you, Mike. It's always what's good up, to man? see y'all. How are you doing tonight? I, I, I hear you there, Clash. I hear you, but you've you've made excellent strides with that channel he's like two hundred thousand now or a, over a hundred thousand i i like his stuff i like his other channel too but don't ask me the name because it's the inter uh, youtube's greatest secret yeah right <laughs> the other channel i don't remember what it's called uh, it's like Clash Guitars TV. Something like that. Uh, but it's cool. He does coin roll hunting, and um, it's a fun channel. Real group, good group of people in the chat. Uh, question for Scoobs. Um, oh, yeah, Mark told me to call you Scoobs. Don't listen to Mark. <laughs> he says you love it though is he lying is He's your lying. nose growing like Pinocchio's mark <laughs> uh question I told, you, I told you Ed that's what the trick was I've got a different <laughs> name so whatever you want to call me I'll take it uh, what exactly is the MBDG club and how does one join? Sounds like it might be something like the LBPA. <laughs> it it has no pants ninja gang. It's a no what? No group. pants ninja gang. Yeah, it's a group that uh Diggin' Deep Beeps and North Jersey Detector decided um to put together and the ladies' version is the free to free the coils group, so it's kind of a bit of a rivalry. Just a by all means, ladies, free your coils all you want. I don't. No mind. problem. I don't mind. I, I'm pretty open-minded about stuff like that. <laughs> Ed, Ed, where are you going, Ed? Where am I going? Yeah, where are you going at? Don't ask me. I'm lost. It's do your job, Jesse. Do your job. <laughs> I'll do mine. I'll do mine. Do your job. I just did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's, let's introduce Ambie, wait, 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 wait. Super chat wait. by Ambient Girl Nancy. Thank you very much. Hashtag free the coils rule. Right, Sonia? Hell yeah. Yeah. Free the coils. 
Three yeah, uh, we were talking is that just about... for like metal detectors or is it treasure hunting in general? Um, good question. Uh, the shirt itself has metal detecting coils on it, but I mean, it's for all women treasure hunting, I think. Mm. I'm going to be like a double clubber. Or you just create your own. <laughs> but I. That sounds like a lot of work. I'd rather just join somebody else's. Club. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a lot of work. I'd have to put it all together and come up with a logo. And, right. And I haven't even come up with a logo for Treasure Vixens yet. Right. Uh, I, I'm oh, going to interject again. I'm sorry. But we have three super chats. So I'm going to say awesome. thank you to Kays and Emmy Lyman also. And thanks for the super chat. I think I'll throw in a little nuclear action there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, now. Where were we? Coils. <laughs> <laughs> and magnet fishing. How can you combine that? <laughs> I don't free the magnets. Mm. I don't know. Trap the nuggets. That's not magnet fishing. That's for guys prospecting. <laughs> Sorry, my mind wanders. This is how. They yeah, that's where that's Dano's mind. Yeah, if it ain't that, it's another. I like that, Dano. Actually. <laughs> oh, uh, Miss Laurel. I did get the package. Uh, we have not opened it yet, but we do have it. We are waiting to do a mail call video, but yes, we got this one. Thank you so much. Sorry. And why we're thinking, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, super chat. Thank you, Shane Clash of Clash Guitars and Mark Thomas. Thank you very much. Read the double Ds. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm all for free and anything like that. Coils, tatas, double D's. Well, you know, there goes my mind. Left turn! You know. <laughs> See what I gotta deal with? I'm loving it. What was that? I'm loving it. Get you your that? free the coil shirt. So, that's right. That's right. Let's uh let's go ahead and introduce our guest tonight as if they didn't know. Put it up front. We'll sit here and let her rant and rave and talk about what she wants to talk about. I'm oh, gonna, or, or why while you do about. that, I'm gonna go search for her tea spree. Oh, stop and, right there. And down get it Detecting out. and prospecting. Downies, Bob. Bob Drake, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the super chat. Go ahead, pin her up, Ed. I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, I'm not I'm not the world's greatest moderator. You, you want know. me to post it up? Uh I got it right here. Madison Maine. I think that's it. <laughs> 
Oh, see, Mr. Lodex already on it. Thank you very much, Madison, Maine, all of you. Flash. Combine flash in your pan with Frida coils, and you got flash the coils. <laughs> I like that. Flash them coils. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Got, got your link out there, Sonia. Yep. Sonia. Whatever. Sorry. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> No, I didn't. I believe I made you a moderator before. Oh, she's got a wrench. She has the power. I've got the blue wrench. You have the power. You had the power. She has the power. Watch out. Hey, North Jersey Pirate. detector. And Pirate Prospecting, how you doing tonight? Hey, it's good to see you, Pirate. Diamond Miner Ivans, what's up? He wants, he wants power. power. Give us some power, Ed. I want power. But just give him a little. I think he might get carried away. Exactly. <laughs> give him half a wrench. Half a wrench. I don't know if I, I have that kind of uh, power <laughs> to give a half a wrench. Uh, I don't think you do. It's all or nothing on this show, dude. Night, Nick. Thank you very much, Nick. Good night. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Yeah, Jaren's on top of it. That's why he's the world's greatest moderator, that is Ronald. Exactly why. And he's a birthday moderator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Even working on his birthday. Did you you miss somebody here? I see you miss somebody. That uh, snorkel pirate? No. I typed it. Hi, snorkel pirate. Hey, no. Um, West Coast Gold Prospecting, Damon. No. Uh, no, oh. I'm afraid my voice is going to crack like it has Do the it. last five times. To do it. Run for the hills, mining. Oh, you couldn't spit it out tonight. You should have some breast spray or something. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Run for the hills, mining. Our Sorry, good buddy, Ron. Somebody said, don't tread on me earlier, Jesse. Yeah, right. I saw that. I, I was fondling the nugget. Sorry. Well, well, Ed, you're supposed to keep that private. Ain't that a pretty? That'd be available on the 17th. Ooh, Nugget. Ooh, Nugget. Yeah, this guy gave it to me today. Did? Yeah, along with some production pins. Oh, uh, I knew that looked familiar. What <laughs> a guy to give me a Nugget. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can come with us and find a nugget. I want to be given a nugget by a guy. <laughs> oh. You're not alone. <laughs> okay, Ed. Uh, what, what, what? 
Didn't you have to do something? Pin her up so we can talk to her? Yeah, yeah. It's about that time anyway. Oh, we're late by one minute. Oh, my goodness. Ed's fired. <laughs> JP okay. and Ed, they were holding their coins up. I held mine up. I said they held it up. Okay, oh. there it is. Oh, wait. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, you're... oh and she had it in her coil. <laughs> she had it in one of her coils. Okay, everybody president accounted for. That's right. (laughs) And for the LBPA, everybody, for those who know, no. No. Okay. It's all yours, Jesse. Here, let me let me give you the spotlight. I think I'll put my little uh, Hannah. Uh, my Ghana banana picture up there, and it's all yours. Yay. Hello, Sonia. Hi, everybody. So you, I I checked out your uh, YouTube video, your channel the other day. I, I always, that brings on people that I don't necessarily watch, but I do, I did watch your YouTube, and I think I subscribed. Um, there are just so many out there. I don't get a chance to watch them all. You Besides, can't. I got a life. <laughs> you can't keep up. There's so many people. Oh, right. I, I think I subscribed to like 249 or something like that. I'll say, especially when you do this and you get to meet so many people, you subscribe to a lot of people. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I was watching that here lately, you've gotten into, into magnet fishing. But you, but you started off scuba diving and now did you start off just as like a sport or were you into learning to scuba dive for a reason like like to go fishing or treasure hunting so i got certified in 2014 so it's been a while um initially scuba diving was just for the sport uh i'm absolutely obsessed with it if i could go every weekend i would Oh, cool. But there's nothing but cold water around me right now, so I can't. <laughs> um, and I can't exactly hop on a plane, but it's become an addiction for me, basically. And I mean, once you try it, the things that you see underwater are incredible. A whole new world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And since then, I've gotten like, I don't know, 10 certifications. I'm master diver certified at this point. Wow. Um, but about a year ago, I was, you know, watching metal detecting videos and I was like, I want to do that. And then I saw one that you can go scuba diving with. So I was like, that's exactly what I need. The price right. point wasn't good, but go hard or go home. So I was like, okay, I need that. Right. So that's when I got my first detector, which was about a year ago. Um, I only took it out once in the water uh, when I was on vacation in Mexico, which I am looking forward to going back. Um, obviously right now I can't, but then I got my Simplex about maybe six months ago and that I've been taking out pretty frequently. I got to take it out in Ohio. Um, I went out digging with JAH a couple of times and, um, a a few different people. So I've been kind of, well, next time you visit Ohio, let us know. Drag Audra and Rach with you. Yeah, absolutely. And we could metal detect and we could prospect for gold. 
let's do it. I've got my uh, scuba bus. Um, people call me school bus just because it's a long story, but I've got a nickname school bus and we're all planning on getting a bus and getting all the ladies in the area together and taking a road trip across the country and just metal detecting anywhere and everywhere that we can. The Free yeah. Your Coils Tour. That sounds cool. Yeah, that it does. Awesome. Free yeah. the Coil Tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Man, that would be cool. And then, and then to be, uh, YouTube it the whole time. You know, maybe do live stuff and videos and stuff. That'd be awesome. If I had a camera following me all the time, it would be the most ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but people watch it. That's <laughs> yeah, true. You know, you might find it ridiculous doing it, but people do watch. It's entertaining, yes. Right. Yeah. It can do I, mean, hell, I, I I'll sit I'll sit and watch people react to old songs that I grew up with. Young people, your your age, you know. Why does everybody assume they know how old I am? Well, because everybody is younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair. You know, okay. <laughs> so, and you're, you're. I'm gonna say at least half my age. Okay. I'm not disclosing anything. That's not disclosing <laughs> anything. Read the fifth. Well, of course, of course, everybody knows how old I am. So, you know, just as day older than dirt. Yep, older than dirt. <laughs> but no, that you know, people uh, watch different stuff for different reasons. I watch things like that because I just love watching the newer generations uh, hear real music. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I listen to basically, if I had, I, actually, I think I still have my old iPod. I basically listen on, on to stuff that's on my old iPad from like, I don't know, 1999. Ooh, that's old. <laughs> I'm talking about stuff from <laughs> mid to late 60s, 70s, that music. I can, I, I listen to some of that. Yeah, a lot of people do, don't realize it, but yeah. But yeah, any, you know, it, it's surprising what's entertaining to people, you know. Uh, what you might find boring doing, people find entertaining watching. So, you know, the, the, the fact that, that you go out and you're metal detecting, scuba diving, uh, now magnet fishing, people that don't have the, the ability to do that, you know, like to watch other people do it, you know? Okay. Like, I, you know, right, I can't react to those types of videos and music because I was part of that, right? Uh, so there wouldn't be no, that would be not entertaining for anybody, you know, so. Madison Maine has a question. Uh, 1999, Sonia, did you listen to Adine, My Chemical Romance? I have listened to My Chemical Romance, yes. I'm not that young, guys. You don't seem all emo, though. You don't have to be emo to appreciate music. I listen to everything. I, I'm a lot the same way. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad by a lot of groups. So I, I, I like what I like is what I say. It also I, I depends on my mood, too. 
you know, the I hair band. I mean, I feel like but, music became trash the last couple of decades. So it's unfortunate. The truth. Yeah. My son is 15 and he doesn't even like the new music. He wants to listen to all the older stuff. He, yeah. he says that this, the music today is trash. Yeah. I was going to say a different word and didn't know if it was kosher, so I changed it. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it, I mean, and, and I realize I realize how much uh, our music did make sense, especially now when you're as old as I am. <laughs> I, I I I think I think she's blessed with young looks, unlike some of us, Jesse. You think? Because <laughs> she keeps saying. You, I'm not that young, you know. Well, I'm not. I'm, hey, to me, if you're 50 years old, you're that young. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's everybody's young to me. Yeah, yeah. Says I act like a five year old. So does that mean I'm young? Yes. No, that that's just I'm that, that means you just <laughs> act like a five year old. <laughs> Uh, some more questions in the room. Mr. Lodak, uh, Sonia, what came first as a passion, scuba diving or detecting? Scuba diving. Um, and that's only because I had an opportunity to do it. I was on vacation in uh, the Dominican Republic. And I was like, I've always wanted to do that. I have a chance. I'm here. I was there for a, a little while so I had time to get certified um, so I just jumped in and since day one it became an obsession I didn't start metal detecting until about a year ago oh sweet sweet also uh, from Dan Anderson uh, when you tell us your age we will be all all be surprised okay well uh, we'll leave that there uh, Michael Busy be detecting. Uh, if you heard, have you heard of Stream Bean Jim's music? Maybe I'm just an old head. You might be. I haven't heard of it. I, I've, I've heard of Stream Cheese Incident or. <laughs> Most music that I listen to, I can't tell you who the artist is or even what the title is most of the times. Um, I just, if I like a song, I can, I can tell you all the lyrics and tell you who sings it. I just don't care enough to <laughs> bother remembering all that. So, so uh, you want to know the Jersey history owners. I don't know if it's Rachel or Audra. Audra uh, or both. Or both. What's been your favorite find so far? Um, well, I don't have as much experience as you guys might, but I think my favorite, favorite find would be the Crodo Bell, uh, or the Sleigh Bell that I found. Um, oh, that's cool. And the large scent that I found there, just pulling something so old out of the ground is just amazing to me. And it's like, at some point, somebody had that penny in their pocket. And that's what fascinates me about it. And beside that, like, the little silvers that I found, my first 
find period was a silver um, barber dime. And awesome. can I pull that up? It was like, I'm done. It, I'm addicted. <laughs> and that's when I had to go get my simplex because I originally, my first time digging on land, I don't recommend this. I had my mine lab Excalibur, which it's a great machine for the water, but it is not made for land. You don't have a VDI. You don't know what you're digging up. Um, I mean, you kind of don't anyway, but at least you have some sort of readings on a different machine. And right. that Excalibur was such a pain. But as soon as I found those silvers, I went out and got the Simplex because it's like the best you can do for a really great price. And since then, I've been I've been attached to it. Uh, so I, just, I, just, I actually just took my wife uh, Melly checking for the first time um, over the weekend, and her first find was a coin spill. Nice. That's awesome. It was 12 cents, but it was a coin spill anyways. <laughs> it's like finding a hoard. Who doesn't want to do that? Right, you know, it's about a dime and two pennies all together. And I told her, you know, somebody was actually probably sitting here relaxing and it fell out of their pocket, yep. you know? So, so that's really cool. And she got to find one right away. I haven't found one yet. She got one right away, so that's awesome. But now she wants a harness. Because uh, she wants to do it more, and it seems a bit heavy for her shoulders, so going to get her a harness. Okay, <laughs> we can save that for when Ruby's on, Jesse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing her YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> she she give you a finger salute. Okay, there's a bunch of questions in Zoom chat waiting for you, buddy. All right, let me see what they are. Because <laughs> it's it, it's it's hard. I don't see it. Snorkel Pirate wanted to know. Uh, he is planning on getting his. Is it called a diver's life certification? Uh, scuba certified. Yeah. There we go. Next year, and he was wondering, um, like, how easy it is to go about that. He wants to know about that. Yeah. Uh, any any tips you could give to prepare for it? Yes. I got certified in Dominican Republic. I highly recommend going to someplace warm to get certified. It's just the experience is so much more relaxing and um, just easier because in, in the Caribbean, you have really great visibility, which when you're doing your certification, you have to be 40 feet underwater, take your mask off or lose your regulator you have to do a bunch of different tasks that can make you panic a little bit and not being able to see what's in front of you can make that a lot more difficult mm -hmm. and scary um so i definitely recommend if you want to do it go somewhere warm treat yourself and just do it there it takes maybe depending on where you go four to six days and depending on how many times you want to dive a day but definitely go somewhere warm if you can't you have dry suit options i haven't dove in the dry suit so i can't really tell you too much about that but um i mean the certification itself isn't that difficult you just have to um a big premise of scuba diving is just being calm and a lot of it is about how you're breathing and just staying relaxed and that's one benefit of diving because it's like it's like you're meditating underwater almost. Sounds a lot like my life saving I did when I was younger, you know. 
panic kills, period. And it's to stay calm and ocean life saving. Ooh, that could be tough there, but. Yeah, I mean, I just did my rescue certification in September, which is where you're basically learning how to um, recognize somebody who's panicking or somebody who's unconscious or whatever the case is and having to bring them up from the water. Um, some people might not know, but you have to do a safety stop. So about 15 feet from the top, you have to spend about three minutes just hovering there so the nitrogen can leave your body. And otherwise you can get the bends and all sorts of things. But you've got to keep all these things in mind. And that rescue course is no joke. Rescuing someone in the ocean, you can't do CPR in the water. No. So really, it's about you getting that person out of the water and onto a boat as soon as possible. Right. So a couple more questions here for you. Um, one, if, if you go like the Dominican Republic and you get certified there, does that certification carry to wherever you go? I mean, you use it here in the States? Yeah, so there's two certification companies, PADI, which is, I think, the most popular and the one I recommend, and then there's mm -hmm. Dan. But it's basically, PADI is recognized all across the world. So wherever you go, whatever okay. dive that you go to, whatever company you dive with, if you have a PADI certification, you're pretty much good to go. All right. And then the next question, what's actually the your favorite part of scuba diving? I mean, uh, not, not, not to include metal detecting or anything like that you know the, the, the ocean life to just you know what really turns you on about being underwater knowing that you're not supposed to be there yeah. right <laughs> yeah. you know what is it that, that turns you on about that well exactly what you said is one of it is we're not supposed to be there that's why i get just as excited being in an airplane um it's just right. it's doing something that not everybody might have a chance to do uh, but besides that, the marine life that you see, especially the ones that I've seen in the Caribbean, I mean, I've been next to a 25-foot whale shark. Awesome. Literally, he was a foot and a half swimming right underneath me. It was incredible. And one time um, on my birthday this past year, I ended up chasing towards um, an eagle ray, which is huge. They've got like a five or six-foot wingspan and ended up chasing it and it kind of turned around and it swam towards me. <laughs> it was like, I'm swimming towards him. He was swimming towards me and all of a sudden he was like two feet in front of me and he's just staring at me and I'm staring at him. And it's like five seconds of just, you don't know what to do. You don't know what he's gonna do next. And then he just swam right up over me and behind me. It was amazing. It's actually in one of my videos of uh, diving the coat. I'll have to look for that one. That sounds cool. Yeah, I've awesome. snorkel dived a lot, a lot of snorkeling when I grew up in Southern California. And to me, it's like, Jesse, you've drew, well, I guess you were dredging in chocolate milk, so it's not really yeah, the my same. First, my first underwater experience, well, not underwater experience because I've snorkeled in Florida down in the keys and 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 came face to face to a huge monstrous grouper you know that's scary you know but uh as far as uh underwater uh dredging 
uh, my first experience in that was in chocolate milk. I couldn't see nothing in front of my face. And I'm trying to not panic. I'm trying to remember to breathe because that's the first thing that you do when you go underwater is you hold your breath. I literally had to remind myself constantly. Breathe normal. Breathe, breathe normal. Breathe, breathe. And after a little while, I got used to it. And then it was like, next thing I knew, I'd already been down three hours, you know, dredging. Didn't even realize it. You know, I was just. Couldn't but you do it. Yeah, just, like, I'm a panicker in the water. I can't do it. I like panic. I admire those of you who can do it. it well, <laughs> and, and yeah, we, uh, actually, we all kind of do panic at first, I think, because the first time you go under and you try to be underwater, knowing you're not supposed to be there, uh-huh. you're getting pulled in the air, but it doesn't feel like you are, you know, and, and, you, and but you just have to stay you just have to know that you're breathing <laughs> tell yourself <laughs> that, yeah well like i said the first thing i did i was holding my breath what you're not supposed to do you're not supposed <laughs> to do that <laughs> but uh but after a while yeah i got used to it I, I love it you know i haven't done any scuba diving this is all like through a hookah right uh so which i'm sure is different I haven't done the hookah, but I, I've been wanting to. But yeah, diving in general is a little bit different. The number one rule is keep breathing because yeah. <laughs> when you go underwater, your the air in your lungs compresses. And when you're coming back up, if you're holding your breath, as you come up, that air is still expanding. And you your lungs can literally burst if you're not breathing. So that's like uh. rule number one. So hearing that you're not breathing under the water, I'm just like, no. Don't. What are you guys seeing? Hookah? You hookah in the water? Yeah. It's 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 a it's it's you're breathing underwater, but you're you're being uh, your air is being applied by a air pump. By a air motor and air pump instead of compressed air like scuba diving. Right. So you're so, kind of ten, so you can't you're not as free to move around as you are with scuba diving. You're kind of stuck right wherever your your pump is. However long uh, your hose is. Right. Twenty, thirty foot, whatever. Right. Got it. All right. So that's yeah. One day, girl, one day. Maybe gold know. rush days or something will put a regulator in your mouth and say, dredge that hole, sis. You guys will see a major panic attack. I'll be hyperventilating. <laughs> I look at it this way. There's, there's no spiders under the water. <laughs> Just I'm saying. A snapping turtle than I am of a shark. You saw, oh. the, you saw the question? Did you see Madison Maine? Asked you if uh, you get scared after hearing about that diver and Aussie. Being attacked well, by a great white? Um, honestly, I mean, for one, going into the water, you have to respect it, right? The water in general is a strong force, and it's not something to mess around with. Um, like I said, we don't belong there, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> but in general, all the marine life that's there, if you don't bother it, they're minding their own business. If you go up to it, try to pet it, yeah, it might attack you because, I mean, I would too. If you try to pet me, I'll probably do something. 
I, I would have to say the guy, like a surfer getting attacked, the diver was at the wrong place at the wrong time when a great white was hungry. Oh, there's a seal, chomp. That's exactly what happens because in your gear, you look like a seal to, to the sharks. And whether you're on a surfboard or in the water, that's why, and they actually don't like bubbles. So if you're by a shark, if you don't want it coming near you, blowing bubbles can help because seals don't really blow bubbles like that. Um, or you know, hope there's a lot of dolphins around. I've come, I've come so close to sharks and it's, an exhilarating feeling being so close to something that can literally tear you apart is amazing. On purpose? I mean, were you, were you there on purpose? Yeah. You, yeah. Although I'll, I had one encounter, scariest thing after the fact, because I was in DR, I, I was there a couple of times, but it was maybe, it was early in my dive career. And I, there was like this coral, um, wall all around me there was one way in one way out and I went in with my dive master who was right in front of me those that's the person taking you down underwater and he he did a couple of signs because underwater you only use hand signals right he something he he did like this and like this which I thought was stay here I'm gonna go look around I missed the shark sign that no. What he was saying was, stay calm, there's a shark around. <laughs> so he leaves, I thought he said stay there, so he leaves out of the other side of this wall, the exit. Expecting you to follow him. I'm just like, okay, I'll wait, I'll stay here. And I'm like looking around, I'm looking up, and usually for scuba, if you're by yourself after like three minutes, you go up. And I'm like looking around and I'm finally like, maybe I just need to go back up because I can't see him. And then he finally comes in to that wall of coral and he's like, he's literally like this, terrified because he thought, <laughs> he thought I was going to die. He came back up onto the boat and I was like, what happened? You left me. He was like, I told you there was a shark. There was a bull shark and bull sharks can be aggressive. Right. And he was like, there was a bull shark. And then all of a sudden you were gone. And I was like, the next thing I'm going to see is blood in the water. He was terrified. <laughs> And I didn't even know this until we came back up on the water and talked, but that was like the closest I was to literally being like fish bait. It was scary. So sometimes they go this. We've heard a lot about how brave you are and how none of the stuff that would terrify me doesn't terrify you. But has there ever been a time when you were seriously scared while you were underwater? Um, that time I didn't know what was happening, so I wasn't afraid. The first time I did see sharks, there were three sharks, and I was a little intimidated. Um, not gonna lie, <laughs> but <laughs> actually, the funny thing is, I when I took my Excalibur into the water for the first time, it was in Mexico, and I was like maybe 20 feet offshore, it was pretty shallow, maybe like six feet. And I'm using my metal detector. And all of a sudden, I look up and I was surrounded by sardines. And Ooh, a cloud, a cloud of sardines all around me. And I'm that like, That could be scary. Yeah, well, I'm not scared of the sardines, but 
the fact that there's no, not there's bigger fish around those. Yeah, that that's probably more scared that I've been than actually being next to a shark because it's <laughs> and it, I literally couldn't see anything. It was like a, a foot or two deep wall of sardines all around me. I have that on video too, but it's literally everywhere I was looking around. And I think they were attracted to either the the pulses that the machine was giving off or maybe the sound of the beep or maybe just me pushing up the sand and they had food that was going into the water from me mixing that up. But either way, I was surrounded within like two seconds. I did not know what was happening. And wow. I stayed there for maybe another half a minute. I was like, oh, no, it's time to go. Because I'm yeah, you don't get caught up in any any feeding frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, uh, what, would you, do you do, do you or, or have you done any cave uh, diving or would you? Um, I've done cenote diving, which is basically fresh water. And it's like a cave system underwater. Right. Um, I've done that. That was incredible. Um, was that in Mexico? Like the that was mainland, mainland Mexico. Yeah, but it's it's freshwater mixed with saltwater. So the top layer is going to be freshwater, and there's actually a, a portion where once you switch into saltwater, everything gets blurry because it's mixing. Um, but in there, you you have to have a flashlight. It's pitch black. If I turned off my light, I wouldn't see anything. Um, and cave diving, you have to be really careful because you don't want to hit anything above you, anything below you. And you've got thousand year old stalactites and stalagmites and all that stuff. Right. You don't want to ruin either. There's tons of right. holes down there. Um, so that was really, really cool. We did that a few times. And then the other, there's like, uh, they're not caves, but they're kind of swim throughs that I really enjoy. Um, in the in the caribbean that it's it's just you're going through these little tunnels of coral and usually you'll find like turtles there you'll find all sorts of surprises that you don't usually see just out in the open water so um those are really cool so what's been the uh what's been your weirdest creature you've seen something that that really surprised you when you actually saw it for the first time sirens mermaids <laughs> when i went um into the water with those whale sharks oh okay the way it works is it was actually snorkeling not diving but they position the boat so you're right in front of the whale shark and they tell you go they like push you off the boat and you have to swim towards it and it literally the whale shark is like a foot underneath you you swim right over it and it's huge but that time I was actually swimming towards another group of whale sharks and there was a dolphin out of nowhere. I heard it like squeaking or whatever it does. And then I looked around and there were two dolphins playing around. I'm the only person in the whole group that saw it. Wow, that's um, so that was really cool. Seeing them, awesome. seeing them in the wild is a lot different than in, in those aquariums. aquariums. Yeah, I mean, they have those in the Caribbean. I don't go to them because I'm not a fan of you know, keeping them locked up and everything like that. If you can literally go out a mile yeah. into the water and see it in real life. See, that's yeah. that's it, a leaf. You can get in the water. Like, I want to see all the things, but I can't get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. 
don't know. Like we used to have a pool pool in my backyard and I would put on my little my son's little snorkel and I'd just put my face in the water and I'd be like <gasps> this so, is what you do. Take that snorkel and the mask, go into your bathtub. I'm not even kidding. Go into your bathtub, fill it with water, and go face down with your snorkel and breathe through the snorkel for like 20 minutes. After that, you're not gonna be phased by being in the water with that snorkel. 20 whole minutes? 20 minutes. I don't care how you're in your bath you do it. We're, you're safe, you're in your bathtub. Exactly. But, but my face is in the water. Well, I'm gonna don't do you it. wash your face? I'm gonna get back with you all on that one. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna let you know how it goes. Do it. Go okay. face down the tub, she'll start hearing that Jaws music, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you, you Sonia, you, uh, you just started doing YouTube videos. What about a year now, right? Um, yeah, more, a year, more like half Ten a months? year ago. Oh, okay. But I started a year ago. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, well, uh, August second, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Way to go! You're doing. Congratulations. Yeah. What What prompted you to start uh, YouTubing? Well, for one, I love taking video anyway when I'm especially when I'm driving because some of these experiences, like, I mean, I can really live it in my mind, but just watching it again, it's like, I can't believe that happened. And being able to capture all of that in a way, and I can watch it 10 years from now um, and relive it, you, you know, your memories are gone in 10 years. Right. Um, so... At least that way I can kind of relive everything and enjoy the moment again. Um, but also there's like like you, there's a lot of people who can't do certain things. Maybe they don't have the means or maybe they just physically can't. And right. they want to see all this stuff, right? And if I have a chance to I have the opportunity to share that with somebody and if somebody enjoys it as much as I do, it's totally worth it. No, oh, absolutely. It anyway. Oh, yeah, I, I do that. Um, uh, David Mio wants to know, uh, do you have to retest periodically to, um, be, to stay certified? They recommend if you haven't been diving in about a year to get a refresher course, um, which is super easy. I usually, I dive at least twice a year with the exception of this year because of COVID, but, um, they recommend a refresher if you haven't gone in about a year. But you don't have to get recertified. So you don't have to get recertified. No, it's just for your own safety. Right, right. You just know what you're doing, yeah. Right. Make sure you still remember what the procedures and safety procedures were, and 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 uh, maybe even learn new regulations. Yeah, exactly. You know. Okay, that's cool. Just Can keep your guidebook up to date. Can we talk about the magnet fishing now? I can talk about school all day. Go for it. All right, girl. What got you into magnet fishing? Um, I was watching videos and yeah. I was like, I can't believe half the stuff these people are pulling out of the water. And part of what I love about metal detecting is you don't know what you're gonna pull up, even if you have that VDI reading. You never know, especially right. the relics and everything. Um, so I was like, if I can search through the gland, I can certainly do it in the sea or in the water, period. And it's just, it adds an extra element of 
surprise to it because for some reason I it baffles my mind but people throw stuff out into the water that right it's crazy and it's just the fun of kind of finding something new or finding something that um somebody might have used before or especially with like the old guns and you can kind of create a story in your mind about what happened with that and um you know potentially you can actually help solve uh, a, a murder or some sort of that's that's funny which would because be both of you both of you have said the same thing yeah with hair scissors <laughs> <laughs> murder, murder scissors. <laughs> well, so I joke around because I know I'm sure you guys have heard of D Almighty, and he does a lot of yeah. doing all that stuff. Um, everything he finds is a murder weapon, and everybody's laughing at me like, if you find something, you've got to say it's a murder weapon. But yeah, that's funny. Really, my first video, I swear we found a shank. I don't know. I found a shank. We found a shank. I okay. And it's like the thoughts that go through your mind, like one, somebody might have used this. Two, somebody might have died because of it. You know somebody used it. That's why it's in the water. <laughs> well, the thing. You just never know what you're going to pull up in the water. Right, right. So, so uh, yeah, I see you're, you're, you're supplying yourself with new fishing gear. Yeah, a couple of new pools. Now you can start ice fishing. I was so excited. I actually, I forget the channel name, but I've been watching um, a, a lady on uh, YouTube who does ice fishing and all that. But it's finding a fishing pool. I was literally just talking to Gerald, who's in my videos. Like, I need to get a fishing pole. I used to have plenty, but not anymore. And so we can go actually fishing. And lo and behold, here I come up with a fishing pole, not fishing pole, not to mention tons of different lures. We find weights. I mean, I literally find everything I need to fish in that water. I found that net in the water, which I could have used, but I trashed it. Um, <laughs> that grappling hook would do that, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was awesome. I was so excited to find it, and it worked. I literally. I took one of the hooks that I found and I put it, I put it on the line. It already had a little paper on it, and I tossed it in the water, and it worked great. It, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, I, don't it's, know, it's, I don't know if you watch our channel, uh, but Rose is my partner for our YouTube channel, and like she is helping on Sunday. We are gonna make a fishing video with all the fishing supplies we found. Magnet fishing. <laughs> you totally can. You get right. so much of that stuff. <laughs> so do you and have a preference of magnet that you like? I use um, muscular magnetics. It's what my friend recommended when I first went out with her. She let me try a couple of different magnets that she had. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the one that we used to pull out the safe in my first video. So I went and got that one. They only had the 2600 pound one available everything else else was sold out and i'm like well i want it now so I went and got <laughs> that's that. a big magnet for your first magnet <laughs> it's like five it's like five pounds uh-huh i'm <laughs> a lot but when you're tossing that in the water it's a lot mm -hmm. so that would be a double-sided then that one yeah that one is a double-sided however I was so excited when I got it. You have an option. Listen, you have an option. You can actually, you can put the little 
eyelet and the top or on the side to make it double-sided. I wanted right. it double-sided, but then I was so excited and I put like the thread lock on it and I stuck it into the top of the magnet because I just wasn't thinking because I was too excited to get started. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God, I wanted it to be double-sided. And the thread lock <laughs> everything in. So I did a magnet now, but I also did order, um, uh, it's from Magnetar. I don't know if you guys watch the videos um, coming out of Amsterdam, but it's a beast magnet and it's a 360 magnet. So it, it looks like- oh, Are those the round ones? It's not round, but it's a little bit thicker and it literally catches on all sides. And if you watch <sighs> videos, it's amazing. Like somebody found a, a bag of coins or whatever, and they were literally all around the magnet. It's not just one. I want one of those. <laughs> well, you better That's get brute to make you one. I know, I know. And I actually ordered it before, I want to say mid-May. I haven't received it yet because it's coming oh. from the UK and I haven't had a chance to use it yet. I'm dying to. So the second it comes in, I'm probably going to take a day off of work or something. Just to <laughs> um, I don't think any of my coworkers watch this, so I should be okay. But I'm definitely taking it out as soon as I get it. And so, of course, what is your favorite find? My safe. It was, I know. It was the first day out. Literally, my first time magnet fishing. And... I pulled out the door and I didn't even care if there was nothing in there. I didn't care that it was broken. It was like, it's a freaking safe. Right. I'm so excited. You have no idea. I we like, have yet to find a safe. I mean, how lucky could you get? I really, I was like, there's no freaking way. Like, <laughs> but, no well, you way. guys found a grill. <laughs> we found a grill. We found lots of grills. Yeah. But that was definitely, definitely my favorite find. Um, just a safe in general. You know it was stolen. It, it was bent in different places where you can tell it was opened up. Um, mm -hmm. Again, you make up these stories in your mind. It's like you, you don't know what happened, but you can kind of think of it. Uh, yeah. And, and then it becomes reality. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you know that's what happened. That's, that's exactly right. what happened. Yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Daniel's got a visitor with him tonight. Who is it? I've been looking. It looks been like looking? Patrick Moore. That's, that's, that's Pac Mule. Moore. Uh, Ah. I just talked to you the other day. <laughs> he, he was at the outing too. I know. Like Rose said, uh, Patrick Moore wants to talk to you. I was like, who's Patrick Moore? And then I looked at your picture and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I want to say thank you really quickly to Partridge Family Prospecting for making my cheese. Oh. Cheese is here. And I'll be smoking it in the next few days. Huge, uh, one you think I forgot. Oh, you guys shared that at Flashback. I mean, at. You did say. You did mention the five rule, right? Cheese comes in fives, right? 
Five for the vixen. Five <laughs> Share is share alike. So you're you're gonna yeah. save some for gold rush days, right? I'll try my best. It's cheese. Uh -huh. As long as we're social distancing, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but poor Patrick. He's right in the he's, he's in range. <laughs> so where do, you, where do you want to take your channel to? What how, you know what what's your goal as far as your YouTube channel? Um Kind of, I already actually hit my goal. I wanted to hit a thousand this year, and magically, my safe video ended up somehow going viral, semi-viral. So I got a lot of subscribers from that, uh, which cool. was super exciting. Um, but now I think my goal is to hit two thousand subscribers by the end of the year, um, and I want to get a ton more diving in. So obviously because of COVID, I haven't been able to travel, but right. I got a few trips planned for this and next month to go diving with my uh, ex-cow. So I'm going to get some detecting done in the water. Um, I, I can't wait because it's like best of both worlds. And that's the reason I got the metal detector to begin with. So right. I'm, like, I'm itching because I finally got the rest of my own scuba gear. And my scuba buddy, which you have to dive with a buddy, or at least that's common right. sense. That's the buddy system, you bet. Yeah, and my buddy who I usually dive with, she doesn't have her own gear, and she's been, like, telling me, okay, I'm going to go to the store, I'm going to go check it out, I'm going to go get this and get that. And every day I'm like, did you go get it yet? Did you get it yet? Can we go now? And hopefully um, this coming weekend we can get out, but if not, uh, hopefully her birthday we're gonna get out probably to lake george in upstate new york um do some scuba diving up there and take the detector out see what we find uh i can't wait i'm literally like a child in a candy store when it comes mm -hmm. to scuba. Is, is there anything <laughs> uh, metal detecting underwater is there anything that you're going to be looking for specifically or just everything and anything treasure treasure everything and anything is treasure yes uh honestly anything um if you watch my videos, you see a lot of it is also just cleaning up the water. Right, right. Big, big proponent of keeping the water clean, especially as a scuba diver. It's like, it only makes sense. And it sure. breaks right. my heart to see people treating the water that they, the way that they do. And so that's a big part of it. So even if I'm just pulling out trash and cleaning it up, I'm happy. Um, but obviously, if we can find like maybe some cool sunglasses or, uh, maybe even a ring or who knows you never know what you're going to find it right miss um, uh, laurel said lake george is great uh million dollar beach is best left side million dollar beach okay we'll have to check it out she's in new york oh, also and we and, and it's really cool that uh that you show that you all the trash that you you bring out you uh, pull out and let people understand that 
part of what you do, you know. Yeah, uh, important part. Sure. Yes, it's very important part. We we really stress that here, uh, that in your videos you show that we show our trash. We you know we. I just think it's important for people to see that not just the treasure that you find, but what you're actually doing. Because a lot of people that don't know what you're doing think you're just. You know, a lot of places we go, the treasure outweighs, or the trash outweighs the treasure. Oh yeah, a lot like, of places we go. Yeah. Like you said, people just don't realize. I mean, you can spend eight hours metal detecting, and ninety percent of what you find, ninety-five percent of what you find, is trash, and you're pulling right. it out of the ground, and you know you're doing something really great, but also enjoying the outdoors. You've got a great hobby and. Some, occasionally you find something really cool so it's all worth it sure but people just don't realize huh. the trash that's in the ground and in the water right especially in the water well in the water it's a little more visible too especially yeah. when you got a lot of floating trash as uh, you know in, in the dirt the, a lot of things that you find are pull tabs wrappers gum wrappers you know they sound off like a cool find but it's a gum wrapper you know, <laughs> uh, but but you're pulling it out. You're getting it out of the ground. You're you're cleaning it up, little by little. You know. Exactly. Uh, I just got permission to do a uh, old fairgrounds, been a fairgrounds for since I was a little kid. So I'm allowed. We're allowed to go in there and metal detect. So far, out of trash. <laughs> but hey. Got to get rid of the trash so you can get the good stuff, right? Oh, seven years ago on the left, far side, um, Mrs. Laurel's, uh, her son's dad, lost a ruby gold men's pinky ring there seven years ago. So... detecting and magnet fishing and scuba diving you find stuff that people have lost that you can actually return which right. I, is so cool except for that murder weapon they don't want back and that's what i was gonna say and you're solving murders at the same time <laughs> i actually wonder i i have this like voice in the back of my mind sometimes telling me when i'm met when i'm magnet fishing and i'm like i'd love to find a gun and i'm like Maybe the person who threw it is like nearby and doesn't I'm watch it and is watching. Yeah, that's we like, had that experience. We have had that experience. Really? It's scary. <laughs> I, I brought that up with Jared from Adventures with Purpose also. I'm like, are you ever worried about, you know, the actual criminal saying, man, that guy's getting too close. You know, and mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you've what I'm sure you've seen Jared from Adventures with Purpose yep. and all this great stuff him and Sam the Man does. 
I it was great meeting them. I got to do some behind the scenes stuff with them in Portland last year. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait till the next time myself. I know Jesse. Don't be a <laughs> what other questions do we have? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, the cutest thing. When I was magnet fishing this past weekend, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw the little boy in, the, in my video. I didn't actually show him because it's not for kids, but uh, he got his first fish. And you can hear it in the back of the video. I heard him in the background. My first fish. It was a <sighs> freaking thing. And then this other gentleman came over with his kid maybe an hour later. And he, I found out he actually comes every single day to that pier to clear the water. They literally pull the trash out of the water. And he does it to teach his son to make sure that he, he doesn't throw trash in the water. And I thought that was... Yeah, yes, I do remember that section of your video where you were talking about that. That, that was really cool. I'm, that's cool to see that. Uh, so he was he was probably pretty happy you were doing what you were doing then. Yeah, yeah. He was we doing were, the stuff on tap. You're going underneath. Yeah, we were helping him because they had this net that was maybe like five, four foot long. They could only grab what was on the edge. Right. But we had the magnets and the hooks, so we were able to like fish the trash out from like 20 feet away which was great yeah and like i said plus you get the stuff that's underwater that you don't see yeah it's snagging everybody's line i know your friend got that big limb out of there and oh my goodness i didn't even there was so much content from that day i had like three hours of video to go through and yeah. <laughs> it was that tree was heavy first of all and it had so much line on it so many so much tackle on it, you know, um, at least dozens of people have gotten their fishing line caught on that. On that, on all of the trash that's in there, we pulled a shopping cart out a couple weeks ago, and that had a ton of line on it also. Right. And people don't realize we're, we're we're keeping them from losing all those pretty little lures that we find in there. Right. And you found some nice lures there too. Yep. And, I keep and, and some of those lures, the older they are, they, they have value to them. Yeah. Even collect those older lures. For, and they pay a lot of money for the value of the lures. Is there like a website you can go to to find out their value? Oh, I'm sure there is. I'll have to find I'm it. sure there is. Yeah. There's a website for everything. <laughs> Just type it in, you'll find it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was hoping you could give it a shortcut. No, sorry, girl. Hi. James Van Cleve. Hey, Jesse, can we throw you a birthday party when you get here? It's Ed's birthday. My then, dude. You're, Ed's birthday will be happening. Ed's birthday. Come and on. yeah, you can throw me a party when I get to my brother's house, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually leaving on my birthday, James. Right. And I, I've already had my birthday. I'm in August. 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 August what? Six. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. February. So it's been long gone. <laughs> well, happy belayed, belayed, very belayed birthday. 
Okay. Uh, I have a question for Sonia. This is Parkins Family Prospecting. Oh, he's just pimping no, his channel. Never mind. Stop. <laughs> uh, Randy Lewis, though, is what diving level rating are you? I'm master diver certified. So it's basically the end of the line for recreational diving. The other option would be to go into instructor diving. Um, and that's a whole separate course, basically. But I'm um, basically at the as far as you can go for recreational diving. So what about would would you ever consider doing diving as a job? Oh yeah. yeah. I thought about literally picking my stuff up and moving to the Caribbean and just being a dive instructor. Dominican yeah. Republic? To be an instructor. To yeah. the Dominican instructor. Not like a welder or anything like that. The no. Dominican's actually on my go-to list now. I want to go pan some for dredge for gold there. It's I love it there. That's like my second home. I love it. Nice, nice. Yes. And be cool. Find some pirate booty in the Caribbean. That's on the that's on the list. That's like my white whale, some some real pirate booty. Yep. Finger prospecting says his buddy has a job for you. He scrapes barnacle, scrapes boat bottoms. That sounds like a blast. That sounds like work. I I know people up in Puget Sound that do it, and they make some damn good money. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Hell yeah, I've seen some people doing that, and you're not kidding. It's good money. Um, the problem is it's seasonal, though. Ah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. The welding, I would, I wouldn't mind doing welding. Uh, but for that, I'd probably have to get into technical diving, which I want to do, but I just don't have the time to commit. Yeah, to that's that. What I was, that, yeah, that that's what I was wanting. That would be a, a a different certification, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 To be able to to work at I guess construction or well first of all I would have to learn to weld which... well yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, and then learn and then you'd have to learn how to weld underwater yeah yeah so you had to learn to weld twice yeah and for the technical diving you end up going down with like three different tanks three different mixes of gas uh, you have to monitor which one you're using when, at what depth, for how long. It's a lot. It's not something to, uh, you know, bat your eyes at. It's a real serious thing that these people. I was gonna say you'd have to be pretty serious about your diving to get into that part. Yeah. yeah. You're you're almost there, right? I got a while else to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Hey, well, hey. Well, one step at a time, right? Right on. More power to you. No kidding. I mean, at one point, I really, really was considering moving to the Caribbean. Uh, the only problem is I personally need that financial security and I need that backing behind it. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Good old financial well, security. Well, you can't just be a scuba bum and just hang out in your hammock. I, mean, I could, but... I like warm showers, and I <laughs> gotta get back. <laughs> right. I'm not a princess by any means, but I there are certain things that I I kind of like. 
Doesn't mean you don't like luxury, right? I don't need luxury. I just need warm water. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> well, let me let me say hi to somebody that just popped in. Outdoors, a gal. Oh, how are you? Today? Now, I was wondering, the girl ice fishing on YouTube, That's by any chance, thinking. is the outdoor outdoorsy uh -huh. gallo? <laughs> She's, yes, that's who I was thinking of. She's one of our favorite Canadians <laughs> along with, uh, or female Canadians along with my friend Liz from Digging Connect. Yep. Yeah, I started watching her ice, ice fishing videos at one point, and I thought it was super cool, but I'm also a warm weather person, so I'm not going to actually do it, but I was really excited when I found the ice fishing. You live in New York. Just bundle up, get a shanty. It's my other coil. It's a problem. If I could live in Florida or even Texas or somewhere warm, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, I used to think that way, but now it's funny. The real cold kills me now, and the real hot kills me now. It's like, oh my Me too. Um, Me too. Love the heat. I spent a month uh, in Tanzania and I spent three months in Kenya. And over there, the temperature got up to like 115 almost daily. And I was loving it. There was no humidity, which was great. But I can, I can handle the heat better than I can the cold. What did you do over there? Uh, well, so I'm an anthropology major. And when I was at Stony Brook, I actually took. Um, you were uh, on a dig? Yeah, I took a winter oh. class and I went to Tanzania. It was great. I mean, I had to learn Swahili. I had so many amazing experiences. We did safari. Um, You're a regular Indiana Jones. <laughs> I try. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, so what if you could mix both your passions and get into like underwater archaeology since there's so many awesome. ancient ruins under the sea level now. It's yeah. definitely something I want to do. Even just seeing like Jersey Historian Hunters, they just went out and they got like shark's teeth and everything in the water. Seeing the fossils, seeing all that old stuff in the water, it's like, it's, it's amazing on land. But when you're seeing it underwater, it's a whole other level of cool. That's and right, Jeff. Indiana Jane, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I, I actually thought you said Joan. In, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I definitely want to go to like Micronesia and check out some of the older areas because I mean the U.S. has some history, but it's nothing like some of the history you can find um, that's oh. in pretty much any other country. Yep. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of ancient uh, history here in this country too. I mean, yes. pre pre European pre uh, pre Columbian. Yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of ancient history here too. You know, uh, the Native Americans with the Mound people and. And there's, there's, I mean, there's even, there's even, uh, um, um, what the hell's the name of that? Um, <laughs> in, in, uh, 
And, um, um, you know, uh, in England, the, the stone circles. Stonehenge? Oh, Stonehenge. There's yes. American Stonehenge. There is American Stonehenge, too, in uh, New England. Uh, and there's lots of places around the country that, are, that have things like that around them. You just, you know. And then with LIDAR now, they're, they're able to see more and more of it. I, I I love lidar. I think it's so cool. <laughs> now now, how many like shipwrecks have you dived? Um, a, a few. I'd say maybe like eight or nine. Um, my favorite was actually a plane. Um, that was in Aruba, and the plane's actually sitting upright on the sand. So you can go in through one end of the plane, swim through it, and come out the other end by where the pilot was sitting. Oh, um, I landed there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which was, I mean, again, some of these, some of these things have been seen on purpose, to, on purpose to create an artificial reef. Right. Either way, whether it was there on purpose or by accident, going through something like that, I, I don't know about you guys, but a ship. I think is intimidating on land, let alone underwater. These things are huge. And it's like, not only is it massive, it's like this old rusted steel that you're like afraid of touching. You don't know if it's just gonna fall apart right in front of you. You don't know what's around the corner. These things are huge. Yeah, because it's, first of all, it's dark down there, you know, and then, yeah. The unknown. Yeah. <laughs> Going through them is, is so much fun. Probably like a, a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You have to be careful um, who you go with because a lot of these dive trips, unfortunately, they mix the more experienced divers with the beginner divers. So you've got <clears throat> you've got divers who are like kicking up all the sand on the bottom. You've got divers who are like on top of you the whole time and kicking you in the face with their fins and it's just like what the f is wrong with you man <laughs> yeah stirring up the bottom so you can't see anything well some of yeah. those fins for scuba diving they're like ridiculous they're not like a body surfing fin that's really short they're like five feet long some of them <laughs> i like swear long, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Part of learning to dive is learning to control control your buoyancy and not hitting the bottom. You're not ever supposed to touch the bottom. And knowing how to fin, it's it's all part of the training. And unfortunately, you have people who are like, I've been diving for 40 years and I know everything. Meanwhile, they're the ones picking up all that silt and all the right. silt at the bottom. And kicking you in the mask with their fin. I'll tell you what, I did a night dive in September. I was so excited. You get to see octopus and all different things you don't see during the day. And there was this guy and he was, you know, all this experience and all these dives under his belt. And the whole time he was kicking me in my head and I was trying to avoid him. Literally, if I saw him, I would either go above or below him. And he just followed me all time in the dark. He was kicking me and I'm like trying to figure out where the dive master is, where my buddy is, making sure she's okay. And he, he's just oblivious to everything around him. It was tough. There's some bad dives. You get some bad dives along the way, but 
Either way, it's still so tough. You dive in the dark. That's a thing. You actually don't get on the boat until just before sunset. Wow. And you get on the boat, you're you're hustling. To, I'm I'm losing my voice. I talk too much. <clears throat> oh no, Jesse's and, loving it. Continue. <laughs> so you get on the boat and you're like hustling to get the tanks ready, get your scuba gear ready. And make sure that by the time the sun actually goes down, you're just about ready to go into the water. And at that point, it's it's like the sun is literally, you have like this one gleam of light and then all of a sudden it's pitch black and you go underwater and you've only got this little, uh, it's like a water, um, the water activates it and it's just a little flashing light. So your dive master knows where you are. And then you've got a flashlight and that's it. So you're basically, all you see is whatever you light up with your flashlight. Um, and then at one point, the cool thing in, in um, Cosmo, where I usually dive, is there's bioluminescence. So oh, cool. You, yeah, so you just take your light and you put it against your chest so it's it's dark. And you can just see moving the water. You kind of just start thinning and you see all this bioluminescence. It's amazing. Cool. Really That'd incredible. Cool. That would be cool to see. I've seen a couple. I've seen videos and pictures and... But it's, I'm sure it's nothing like actually being there and seeing it all around you. You've got to imagine, one, you're like, you're not deaf, but it's like you're clouded almost. You don't hear anything besides your own breath. It's it's like you're meditating underwater and, and, then, and then it goes pitch black and you see, it's just a whole experience. There's no way to explain it without you actually getting to do it yourself. Right. Like Are you worried about uh, getting lost? I'm like, I'm intrigued by all of this. I don't know why you want to die in the dark. During the day, you're not going to see an octopus come out during the day, but at night you can see this bright purple octopus coming out, changing colors as it's moving. It's just things that you don't get to see otherwise. Or a big squid out. changing colors and yep. stuff. You that'd be so wicked way. you've got the moon you know which way is up and that's all that really matters right i'm, I'm worried for you i'm scared i'm scared sonia don't get hurt <laughs> don't get lost i've i've made it through about six years of it so i think i'm okay but we're but i'll, I'll be careful okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you know next time i go uh diving hopefully in november if all this calms down right um nikki wants to know have you ever seen the spawn spawning of the coral it is amazing here in australia i have not no i'm, I'm gonna have to take a look into it what about, what about going to australia and, and and diving on the barrier reef wouldn't that i mean to me that would be an awesome trip I have been dreaming of going to Australia. Like literally every time, the thing is when I look at the ticket, the price of the <laughs> ticket, I want to cry. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't care. I literally, this year was the year I was going to go to Australia, which kills me because obviously with everything going on, but it's, it's going to happen. And unfortunately, a lot of the corals getting bleached and all that, and I wouldn't get there before 
it, it just gets beyond rep, you know, beyond the point where anything's gonna survive. But it's just, it didn't work out. This year just kind of threw a wrench into all of my plans, as I'm sure for everybody else too. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was supposed to go to Digstock in October. I was so excited and you know, everything got canceled because of what's going on, so. I can say this, Flash Bash did not get canceled. <laughs> it proceeded on. Nope. It so great. I'm trying to figure out it, uh, Outdoorsy Gallo, Chrissy, asked a question of you, wondering where you, I'm thinking she meant lived in Ontario or loved in Ontario <laughs> at one time. She did lived you- and loved in Ontario. Uh, I haven't lived in Ontario, but okay. I've, been, I've been to Toronto for work. Um, that's pretty much it. I did get a chance to dig um, with Darcy while I was in Toronto, which was awesome. We didn't pull up much. It was basically like clad and some junk, but it didn't matter because just getting to dig in a new place and a new country um it was so much fun and of course Darcy was really great uh from Cat Valley Diggers and um, yeah I, I love it it's a, it's beautiful there let's see oh I just asked about the spawning coral Nikki yeah. Yeah. I'll see it one day it's asked like- outdoorsy gallows question yeah. Did we miss it? I'm sure we missed some. If we missed your question, put it in again so we can see it. Yeah, we do miss stuff, even on slow mode. <laughs> I only made it 10 seconds, so people aren't going, what's this? I can't type fast. <laughs> that, that gets to be... What? That gets, that gets to be a, a, a pain after a while. I'm just now catching up on this chat. I should have been paying more. <laughs> it, it's hard to at times. guys. Uh, Toronto, when did you go there? Um, Darcy is a sweetie. Yes, he is. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Um, I went in, I was there in, I think, September, and then I was there again this March before all the craziness happened um i was there for a couple of days for work and that's when i got to dig with darcy i almost i was supposed to dig liz was supposed to come out but i think something happened and it didn't work out Uh, but it it was a great time take care mama thank you bye Bye. (laughs) sounds like oh Thanks. Okay, Bob. Bob McCoy sent me a picture. Ooh. Uh, sounds like you're having a really good time doing this. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's it. Would You know, yeah, you have to have a good time. You know, the last thing I have to try that's on my list for now is gold panning. There you go. There you go. Anytime you're able to do that. You want to take a, next time you're here in Ohio, give us a little heads up and we'll arrange it. Gold rush days. Yeah, rush days. every Labor Day, every year, 
the Buckeye chapter of the GPA puts on the Belleville Gold Rush Days at a beautiful lease property along the Clear Fork of the Mohican River, uh, about a mile of river, beautiful grounds, and it's an awesome time. Oh, Everyone's nice, invited. Everybody. Yeah. Except for you, Ronald. No, just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Gold rush days. Gold rush days. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a lot of people show up there. It, but is that still happening? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They'll have seated metal detecting hunts. Uh, common digs, all kinds. There. Yeah. It's night detecting hunt. Yep, under black lights. That's that's fun. You know, yeah, I won a metal detector on my night dig, but that was at Fossick. That was still fun, though, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you're interested, I'll send you a link for it. Or keep an eye on my Facebook page because I'll be posting stuff about it here in the near future. Okay. Definitely going to keep an eye out. So where, where are you at? I'm in New Jersey, New York oh, okay. area. Okay. Uh, not that far. Earth Radio wants to know, have you ever had a paranormal experience while diving, like ghosts, or I'm not going to say it's aliens, but aliens. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, question. I have never had a paranormal experience diving. I've had paranormal experiences, for sure. Just not okay. diving. Thank God. I think I'd be terrified. <laughs> bad enough I mean not knowing if there's like a shark underneath a rock or a cave or something is one thing but when you can't see it that's a whole nother level of no thank you right absolutely <clears throat> I've got to do some paranormal uh, activity stuff soon well, yeah, our buddy, our, our buddy Earth Radio there, he does a lot of uh, interviews with par people who do paranormal, and he, he's into that. We're kind of into that a little bit, too. Uh, I've always wanted to do it. My mom used to literally scream at me because I was that person who had, like, the Ouija board and was, like, doing all sorts of stuff I shouldn't be doing. Going uh, and, conjuring like, up demons. Images uh buildings and like old there was there's this one um property that has like old they had mental health patients but i'm talking like 100 years old and it was it's not a pretty sight but i was that person who would go in there and just have a blast just like exploring and waiting for something to come up um, I'm, I'm looking for you <laughs> <laughs> that was me but I've yeah, also had, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I've had enough experiences where um, I know for a fact there's something else out there, and you can argue with me till God knows what, but you will not 
convince me otherwise. Oh, I know uh, there is two, good and bad. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, that, that I also believe in paranormal experiences. I've had mine. But I also believe that you can trick yourself into believing that's what you're experiencing. You can, you can convince yourself, as, and if you're already in that mindset, you can convince yourself that that's what's happening. I mean, uh, I, and you see it on some of these shows a lot too, where they'll go in convincing themselves this is going to happen, and it does happen, according to them. I never hear it or see it, but they do. <laughs> well, if you guys want to hear a story. Sure. Uh, I was maybe 10 years old. My sister was in the army at the time and I was visiting her down in Fort Bragg. And again, I was the one with the Ouija board, um, but I was visiting her for the summer and my mom was coming to pick me up the following morning. I was uh, just heading into bed and all of a sudden I had this anxiety. If I laid in bed, it's like almost like my body was picking itself up. I could not lay in bed. I felt like there were bugs everywhere. I was um, and then I was like, okay, I got to call my mom. So I called my mom because she was supposed to drive down the next day. I talked to her and I was like, okay, maybe now I'll calm down. Still, I was freaking out. And enough that I literally started praying. And I was asking a friend of mine who had passed away maybe two years earlier. He had a seizure in his sleep, um, but he was in my grade, maybe middle school, whatever it was. And I was literally like, I know you're watching over your family right now, but I need you to watch over my mom today because I'm, I don't know what to do. My mom, I, I fell asleep after that. My mom came in the next day earlier than expected. The first thing she says when she walks into my sister's house was, were you calling ghosts again? And I'm just looking at her like, I don't know what you're talking about. I had completely forgotten about everything the night before. And then a couple of weeks later, I was like, oh my God. Um, my mom told me, she was like, the whole night, I couldn't sleep. I felt like somebody was in the room. I felt like somebody was watching me. I know nobody was there, but I felt it. And I haven't, I hadn't said anything to my mom about any, any of that happening, about me being so worried or whatever. I never mentioned that. And so I knew she felt something there. And that was my friend sitting there watching her that night. And because of that, she left early the next morning. And what could have happened if she left when she was planning to, but I, I know for a fact it, it happens and it, it's real. A believer too. Have you had any experiences? Um, I would rather not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's worse is my dog is like super sensitive. And he sees things all the time. And I'm just like, what are you looking at? I don't see anything. I'm uh -huh. looking but. Oh, yeah. They know it. Our, our dog does that. And we think it's Judy's dad. He must have some unfinished business here. Oh. Well, my, I, this house that I live in been here, I think, over 30 years. There isn't a dog that we've ever had that will go down in the basement. They all have refused to go down in the basement. In fact, one of my dogs, when, when he was a pup, I took him downstairs, and he whined and cried and just 
stumble his way up the steps to get out of there. I mean, uh, that's major. There's some that, going on like, that that's like four different dogs that that refuse to go down there. Can I come? <laughs> what? She wants to come look. Do you want to come look? You yeah. want to come see the shadows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's Ruby's aunt or her mom. I'm not sure. It's one of the least. Like I'll go in the bathroom right now, and I'll bet you the cabinet, the bathroom cabinet door is open. And, and if I ask Ruby, she says no. I close it. But I can go in there later on tonight, and it'll be open. But I just close it. Wouldn't <laughs> it be something evil if all those dogs don't want to go around it? Now, do I think it's evil? I don't think it's evil. I just think it's there. If it was evil, I think it would be doing stuff to... Yeah, to more like a poltergeist. Really, really mischievous. Yeah, no, plug your toilet that. up all the time, and mm, who knows what they'll do. I feel like I kind of think that if the dogs are scared of it, it must not be good. Well, I think it's, I don't think dogs can tell the difference between good and bad, but they can tell whether there's something there. You know what I mean? I, mean, I hear what you're I, saying, I but that. I do think that dogs can sense good and bad. Well, I, yeah, that's 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 true because I have a I had a dog that loved everybody but one guy, and he was a bad man. No, he was actually a nice guy, but he obviously was an asshole of some kind. You know, me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, we got one. Yeah, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it just it's it's nothing that scares me. Uh, whether it scares the dogs or not, I think they just don't like being down there with it. Because I've never had any real like scary experiences or any type of activity like being pushed or, or scratched or anything that would hurt. Missing right? gold, you put something down and it's not there, and then it's no, over well, there. Yeah, that happens all the time. No matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm doing, <laughs> I lose half my tools that way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, nothing that I'm ever worried about. I just know that there's something here, and I ain't worried about it. it obviously, obviously doesn't. It doesn't. We don't bother it either, you know. So whatever. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Outdoorsy Gal said she worked with mental health patients for over 25 years. It was my career. I have I have also had paranormal experiences. She also said, I think treasure hunters have a bond with the paranormal for the most part. And I tend to agree with her. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely agree. Well, because a lot of times you're stirring up history, right? And it's, that makes sense. It's been told that, you know, there can be certain items that these spirits or whatever you want to call them can be attached to. If you pull up a hundred year old, I don't know, brooch that, you know, 
something is connected to, it might come home with you. But there's a higher chance of us doing that than any, somebody who doesn't metal detect. That and we all love a good story too, and sure. both of those provide a good story. Well, yeah, imagine how much of that story you actually make up in your head as you're finally looking at it, going, oh, this, could have, "This could have been a murder weapon." Well, <laughs> just think how she would be on RKL on the dig then, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I could see that. That, that's always fascinated me. I think that's so cool. That's up there that with... Oh, Lemon says the ghost in his house drinks all his beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Bob McCoy, the, the maker of my ugly stick, just showed me a picture of my ugly cane that he's making for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, really cool. It's gnarly, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> gnarly. Gnarly. It's going to be a gnarly one. Let's see. Yes, items can be attached to spirits. I found a ring once that freaked me out a little. Like I, like I said, I think sometimes we scare ourselves. Um, and then sometimes... That, that little shadow that you think you see out of the corner of your eyes really was something, you know? You just get a feeling you know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I can handle an alien better than a ghost. <laughs> I'd rather see a ghost than an alien. An alien might probe you. Yeah, and that might not be too fun. Woo! <laughs> B3 recolic. Yeah, really? that's true, Lady Spitfire. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, I think I'm, I'd go for a ghost faster than an alien. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it kind of depends on how the alien looks like. Dude, I'd, talk, I'd like to talk to either one of them. Okay, uh, let's ring up BT and see what he has to say. BT <laughs> <laughs> call here. You like the Mars attacks? Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and country music killed them critters. What a show. <laughs> oh my goodness sakes alive. So we've gone, we've, like, we've traveled a whole gamut of subjects here, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Wow. Definitely. <laughs> How about you got, any, you got any good fish stories? Oh, yeah, you did tell us a good fish story. The shark whales. Yeah. The whale sharks, yeah. Yes, whale sharks, shark whales, whale sharks. The big yeah, all those sardines. Yes. But I'm definitely, I've got to go fishing um, hopefully this month also just to kind of get out there and check out my new fishing pole since. Now I have one. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you gonna use that little kid's oh, fishing pole? Fish. Are we gonna go? Sorry, I heard. Well, you caught the fishing pole. Is that where you're gonna fish? Um, no, I 
should probably start by getting my license, but I'll work. Oh, um, you can do it online and it's like instant, so it's not a big deal. But I'm probably going to go um, to a larger lake or something to go fishing. Uh, Gerald has some kayaks that she wants to take out, so we have plenty of uh, ways to get out on the water. Cool. Um, so that'll be a good time. So your friend Carol, that's your name? Right? With a J. Gerald. Hmm? Gerald. You know her a long time? No, funny. Actually, the first time I met her was that first video when we pulled up the safe. Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> we're both friends with Jersey History Hunters with Audra and Rachel. And um, we ended up friends on Facebook at first, I think. And I literally, I was fed up because there's nobody in my area who was out metal detecting and magnet fishing. And I was tired of it because it's a lot more fun when you have other people. Well, sure. Um, I literally, I just posted on my Facebook. I was like, who wants to go magnet fishing or metal detecting this weekend? And she responded. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah, you're right. She's literally like less than 15 minutes away from me. Nice. So perfect. And nice. we both love the same stuff. Like we all metal detect. We magnet fish. We like fishing. Just being outdoors. Um, right. So it was like, it just ended up perfect timing and since then we've been doing some magnet fishing together and there's a ton of other stuff we want to do also um, oh you guys struck it off really well that's, yeah. that's awesome that's awesome especially when you're when you're doing activities like this it's really awesome when you can get together with somebody who enjoys what you're doing as much as you do you know your friends you start doing this and you you spread out in the metal detecting, and you spread out into doing this and doing that. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Super important too, because regardless of what treasure hunting you're doing, more than likely it's going to take time, like hours of time. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's patient, somebody who's got a positive attitude because nobody wants to be around somebody complaining all day, whether it's, the sun or I'm not finding anything or whatever the complaint is. Nobody wants right. to be around that. Right, and right. Finding no. somebody who just has a really positive vibe and um, somebody you just easily connect to and can laugh about stuff. Like we see <clears throat> each other all the time and it's just like part of it. You can't get away from it. And we both <laughs> it. and it's not like either of us are gonna get mad about it. If either of us pull up something really cool we're both super excited it's just it's like the perfect friendship and it's i'm super grateful to have met her and that you know we've been able to hang out recently and i'm looking forward to more is she in That's the chat room i don't think um she's in here today but again i haven't been paying too much attention to the chat i can't focus in too many places at once does she have a youtube page she does. It's Barefoot Adventures. Oh, I haven't seen oh, that I name I think either. I've seen her around, actually. She has been on Jersey History Hunters occasionally and some other streams lately. Uh, she's just getting more active in YouTube now. But she does have a YouTube channel, Barefoot Adventures, Bear as in like B-E-A-R, uh, Foot Adventures. And she has some stuff out there with like her nephews uh, going magnet fishing. And she's got some um, she's actually a personal trainer, so she's got some great videos with her clients up there. 
that kind of make you want to get out and kick some butt and actually right. do something which is cool. Um, cool. Southern Cross Prospecting says, I've been watching Sony's magnet fishing vids. Looks fun. <laughs> we're, just, we're just a mess. We're just a disaster. <laughs> and I think that's what is half of the fun because, you know, our interactions are just, we don't care about what people think and we're just having a good time. Right. And if you think I look silly, I really don't care. <laughs> there you go. And for, for that one person who's, who thinks I might look silly, there's maybe... 10 people who are enjoying the video and having a good time and laughing right along with us. And those are the people that matter to me. I don't care if, you know. Well, think about, think about this. We're <laughs> doing this Pardon live me. show with you tonight, right? We've got three thumbs down. Why? Well, I don't know. Hey, I look at it this way. One more thumbs down, please. We need a two <laughs> thumbs up. Uh, two for one, two thumbs down equals a thumbs right. up. It's interaction. We love you too. That's right. It's interaction. Right. We love you too. Took the time to watch at least part of the video. They they made the effort to hit thumbs down because they've got nothing better to do. But you know, it's still interaction. The algorithm is what it is. It picks right. up interaction. You know, at the end of the day, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. No, yeah, it doesn't. It 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 it, it surprises me because we only usually only get like one. <laughs> Tonight we got three. What well, did you do to us? <laughs> not your fault. No. There are some haters. No, it's, it, no, it's, it's it, it, name one or two, but it's <laughs> not the type of person to do that. I'm just gonna take it as it is and roll right. punches. I. Yeah. You know, it's YouTube. I can't. Look, right. I hear you. Those three thumbs downs don't mean a whole lot. What means a it's lot? It's one and a half thumbs ups. Right. Well, not only that, but you probably gained some subscribers tonight. Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't even checked because, again, I can't multi-focus right now. But well, no, I was I was actually talking about Ed. Oh well, there you go. You know, Ed probably has even gained some subscribers tonight. Oh, wow. Actually, I did. Yeah. So, you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. We don't even need those haters anyway. Like, it's uh, the people who are bringing positivity and enjoying the videos. That's what we're doing it for. It's not... Right. It's not, not for the other ones. ones. Exactly. To exactly. have the Flash fam like we got, I'll take a couple of haters. Yep. You know... Uh, brush them off your shoulders. Oh, yeah. no, you can't take this stuff seriously. I mean, if you're getting like a hundred thumbs down and one thumb up, then you might be doing something wrong. But then you would have to start questioning what's going on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have to look at your videos first. Yeah, there's there's gonna be people out there who are just negative Nancys, and there's nothing you can do about it. And just can't let it phase you. Right. Uh, Southern Cross has a good point. Uh, haters are your best viewers. Uh, gives you watch time. You're going to sit there and watch it just so they can know what's happening. Then, so you're then, then they watch time and you're probably not going to comment 
So you're saving me the, the time of having a reply to a comment anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> And it could just be a passive. See, with, 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 like with me, it, I, I'm not going to put thumbs down on a video that I don't like. I'm just not going to put a thumbs up. Right. Right. The only time I will ever put a thumbs down is if I don't agree with something that the person's doing. If they're being, you know, uh, scuba diving, for example, there's a lot of videos, people touching marine life. You're not supposed to do that. Right. So if it's something that I'm against, I might put a thumbs down. But it's got to be something like you just being reckless or trashing something or whatever the case is. Otherwise, if I'm not enjoying a video, I move on. There's literally hours of content uploaded every minute. There's no reason constantly to waste the time putting a thumbs down. Just move on to the next video. Right. If I do take and if I do take the time to put a thumbs down, I'm going to also comment. So. You know, yeah, but I I normally don't. I just move on, right? Uh, we're we're in overtime. Yeah, we're eleven, almost twelve minutes into overtime. Unfortunately, I'm waking up earlier nowadays and driving an hour to work instead of ten minutes. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, um. It was great having you on, Sonia. Yes, I hope, I hope you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, I definitely did. You guys. And, and we weren't. And we weren't too hard on you. Or... <laughs> no, you guys are great. <laughs> Should have saw her in pre-show. She was all no, nervous. Uh, I, I, they're my family. I got to be honest with them. But you, you did, you did totally, you did totally awesome. You let me finish, girl. You did totally awesome. It, like, like you're a veteran. Like you've been right. doing it for many, many years. I, I told you there was no no reason for you to worry. You did an awesome job. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on here. It's my first live stream. I wasn't sure what to expect, but I mean, I had a blast. And based on the chat, it looks like people are enjoying themselves too. And yeah, you know, just, oh, they've loved you, you girl. It's, yeah. uh, you did awesome, awesome. It was a total pleasure. And yeah. I, I didn't mean to totally throw you under the bus there, but <laughs> kind of, sort of. But. <laughs> I'll take it. She's oh, like, girl. just wait, payback's a beep. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, it was it's it's really been a pleasure sitting here talking to you and, and, and learning some new things about scuba diving. Definitely. Um, I especially enjoyed having another female magnet fisher on. Well yeah. <laughs> I wish, I, wish I'd, I had my magnets to show them off right now, but they're all in my trunk. Well, next. They're all in my trunk too. <laughs> we'll we'll have to get you on again in six months, a year, or whatever, and Definitely. or you could call in some open line Tuesday, which is the last week of every month, and you could show some treasure porn or whatever you want. <laughs> I plan to. You just wait till I get out back in the water. 
and, and, and if you know, even if you've got an event coming up that you want to talk about, you're more than welcome to come on on, on one of our open mic nights and talk about it. And awesome. if any of you need want to get a set your coils free shirt or free, the, free the coils, free the free coils the shirt. I'm sure I could talk Mr. Lodak into putting the link out in the description because I still want to get one. You know, could Jesse's going to work on a grab your nugget shirt. <laughs> I'll get one. <laughs> It'll be my warning. Is that one nugget or two nuggets, Dano? Well, usually nuggets coming in twos, right? Uh, nuggets. Uh, one at a time, so I don't know. Do we want to go there? <laughs> you know, when I make Dano balls, they come in sacks of two. We know. We know. Delicious sacks of two. Hey, did you get did you get some? Weren't you supposed to meet up with Luke? I did. And did he, he have some for you? Oh, yeah, did. They're in the video that'll be coming out Friday. You didn't uh, so have any uh, flashbacks? Yeah, I sent her home with a sack full. You didn't send me home with a sack full. Yeah, I did. No. A bag? You sent. No. Oh, you rose ate them all. We were... No, you didn't get rose any. Well, so she says. <laughs> Quick no, question for in <laughs> What's in your trunk? I well, emptied the cooler. There's nothing know. in there. <laughs> oh, sure. I gave you some to go home on. Did you eat them before you went home? Uh, I would have fessed up to that, and I would have said thank you. I did not get a bag to go home. <laughs> I know what it was. Ed seen me put them in there. Said, yeah, she ain't taking them. I'm eating the balls. Probably what it was. I wanted your balls. Ed, Ed, Ed's a peanut butter junkie. Oh, yeah. And we're going to fight later for stealing my balls. Just Sonia. You know, that's Black for eating ice. all those Reese's in front of me last <laughs> week. I understand what we're talking about. Buckeyes. <laughs> They're a candy treat. Dano right. makes some excellent ones. Buckeyes? Buckeyes, yeah. They're, Buckeye they're, balls. They're, Is that they're, an oil Peanut butter covered in chocolate. Okay, we're making another left turn, aren't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> We've already been there. Oh my goodness. My balls will be dipped in butterscotch this Christmas. Now Benzo saying he didn't get none. No, I sent Benzo and JP home with everything that was left. Uh huh. You always talk about talk to JP about that. Barb loves me. She gave me extra when you wouldn't. Dano. <laughs> That's just because she's a suck ass like you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't eat my white balls. He only wanted to eat the chocolate balls. I don't know what's up with that. They're all chocolate no matter how you look at them. <laughs> I like dark chocolate and milk chocolate, not white chocolate. I love white chocolate. White chocolate's better for Next you. time I'll send them all to you. And I make them in crunchy and smooth. <laughs> oh my goodness. So 
again, Sonia, thank you. And we should be signing it off here. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Next thing I know, it'd be a half hour. Uh, please stay on the lines, Sonia. And uh, after I say good night to all our family out there, thank you all very much for joining us for this most excellent adventure. Um, with our friend Scuba Sonia. It was a pleasure. And all of you who participated in our little fundraiser last night, thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Yes. Uh, you guys you guys prove how great a community this is. Most night. definitely. So on that note, next week we're having Tony from 5280 Adventures. Um, Tony's a great guy from Col uh, Colorado. Uh, fisherman, detectorist. Not sure if he's a prospector, but maybe we could work on that a little. I sent him a uh, gold pan. Send him what? I sent him a gold pan back when he first come around the show and stuff. Oh, so maybe he's been panning. We'll find out next we'll week. We'll find out. Hope to see you there. Until then, may you always have a flash in your pan. And you know what he's going to say next. That's right, Jesse. And know why? Because it happens. Yes, Ask it Angela. Right there. Maybe one day, too, we'll meet you on the river. Good night, everybody. God Good bless. Night. Much love. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jesse. Good night, Angela. Sonia, thank you. Good night, Ed. Good night, everybody. KP Lons and more uh, Southern Cross Prospecting. Mr. Lodak, happy birthday. Again.